there's so many scriptures we don't talk about on Sunday morning. First, Deuteronomy 8.18, that God has given us ability to create wealth. We don't talk about that scripture. We don't talk about the scripture in the Old Testament, Libra, inheritance to your children, children's 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 children, okay? We don't talk about that. Do you know, I think the statistics is somewhere around 40% of millennials will have to pay for their parents' funeral because the parents did never, never created an inheritance to be able to pay for their own, but they got to rely on their kids to bury them. Like there's some, and that's in the church too, guys. I'm not talking about it's out in the world. I'm talking in the church. We don't talk about this stuff. Hey, friend, uh, Leanne Goff here, the transformational coach, and I'm actually your transformational coach. It's really great to be with you again, and uh, I just love hanging out with you, and I hope today's podcast is going to bless you and uh, really encourage you and just bring an impact to your life. Um, One of the things I want to start off with today, today's um, podcast is going to be, will you settle for good or go for great? Will you settle for good or go for great? Actually, I was invited to speak at an event in Dallas a couple of weeks ago, and there was about a thousand of our um, health coaches at this event in Dallas, Texas. And um, my particular session, that's what I spoke on, will you settle for good or go for great? And I tell you what, it, it was just uh, very impactful. The The room was just riveting uh, with this message because so many people are still living it good. And I believe that God's calling is to great. And so that's this is how this came about. In December, I was actually in Havana, Cuba. I've been to Cuba over, I don't know, 62, 63 times in the last 18 and a half years. So it's um, early in the morning and God wakes me up and he says, um, Leanne, next year, your word for 2023 is going to be great. Now, let me just back up. For the last, since 2011, God has always given me a word for the next year. Uh, In 2011, he told me 2012, he says, your word for 2012 is going to be love. He says, I'm going to test you on how well do you love me? How well do you love yourself? And how well do you love others? I'm like, okay. So coming to 2012 and God tested me. I can't go into all the details. Don't have time. But God tested my heart on how well how well I was loving. How well was I loving him? How well was I loving myself? Like you can't love others if you don't love yourself well. And then how well was I loving um, others? And that was a huge test. Fast forward to December 2012. I was actually, I ran through the airport in Atlanta, jumped on the plane, sat in the seat, went to buckle my seat, felt the head to Cuba again. And God speaks to me, says, Leanne, you passed the test. I'm like, excuse me. I wasn't even thinking about a test. I was just thinking about, almost missed my flight. I was just thinking about, thankful I was on the flight and I was headed to Cuba. He said, you passed the test. I'm like, what do you mean? He said, you passed the test this year. You have loved me, you've loved yourself and you've loved others very, very well. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yay. And he says, now your word for 2013 is going to be a test of faith. I'm like, excuse me, a test of faith, you know? And um, so- he took and he tested my heart on faith. And in that time, that season we were in, um, uh, my mom got her upgrade to heaven um, in March of that year um, as a result of a, a, an accident. And within three weeks, she had gotten her upgrade to heaven. Um, our personal assistant, Sonia, she was dealing with multiple sclerosis. She had 14 lesions on her brain and spine. She had other ma- massive challenges going on in her life. And we were getting ready to make a huge, huge move from one state to another state as we worked with my spiritual father, Leif Hetland, and we were moving all of the ministry offices um, from Alabama over to Atlanta. Georgia. And there was a lot of things going on in that year of my life. And my faith was tested in huge, huge ways. But you know what? Um, I got to the end of that year and God says, guess what? You passed the test. 
you pass the test. And then he said, now I got another test for you. I'm like, great. Another test. Okay. Like, can, can I just like, how about like, I'm going to bless you, you know, and or this is going to, wow, fireworks. No, it was going to be a third year of testing. And he says, this year, I'm going to test your heart on the test of finances. And I'm like, okay. You know, and I'm like, of course we're missionaries, pastors, you know, evangelists, we're been in ministry. We were doing the priest thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry. We've been doing the priest thing for so many years. So, you know, here we are, it's going to be a test of finances. And we have been tested many, 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 many times over the years when it came to finances, like just hoping there was a check in the mailbox uh, to buy groceries. All right. Or put gas in the car. But this was a whole nother test. And uh, that year, God brought three significant people into our lives that were very, very, very wealthy, very wealthy. I mean, multimillionaires. And, um, you know, too much to go into. It's in my book right here, New Release, Missionary Millionaire. And we'll talk about this more here in a minute. Um, But the stories are in here. And he brought these people into our life to test us on finances. Uh, Did we need finances? Um, did were finances going to have us or were we going to have finances? Were we going to honor people because of who they were or because of their pocketbook? And so we went through these tests and at the end of the year, God told me, he says, you passed the test. He says, now I can trust you with wealth. I can trust you to manage and steward finances very well for my kingdom. And so um, fast forward now, this last December in 2022, I'm in Havana. God speaks to me and he says, your, your word for 2023 is great. And I'm like, oh, cool. At least it's not another test. Okay. It's great. We, I kind of graduated over the years here. I am. My word is great. And so, uh, about two or three days later, he wakes me up again, early in the morning. I'm still in Havana. He goes, you're not getting this. Hello. You're not getting this. Uh, I'm like, uh, what, what are you talking about? He goes, you don't understand. I'm going to do great things in 2023 watch what I'm going to do. Great things in 2023. And he says, and the more you learn, the level you learn, the degree you learn how to rest in me is the more you will see my greatness um, demonstrated. And so I'm like, okay. So I stepped into January 1st, 2023 um, with the word great. And I can tell you when I got out of bed on January 1st, 2023, I felt like I stepped over a threshold. And, you know, I think for a lot of us, we we took the year 2020, 2021, 2022, and they were stockpiled in our lives. We went through COVID. We went through a crazy election. We went through, you know, we've gone through, um, you know, a recession. I mean, these things have layered and layered and layered on a lot of our lives, and it's been weighting us down in all of the stuff we've been going through. Um, And for me, I stepped into 2023, January 1st, 2023, and I'm like, I'm leaving those years at the threshold. They're staying outside. All right. They're not coming into 2023 with me. I'm learning lessons from those. You know, I want to get the nutrients out of those three years, but you know what? I'm not carrying those years into 2023 with me. And so I stepped from good over the threshold, January 1st to great. And that's meant a lot of different things for me. Um, You know, I've done really, really good in my health over the last five and a half years. I lost 35 pounds in three and a half months, reset my metabolism. I haven't taken Tums since July, 2017 because of our health program. I was popping them every night before bed. Um, Before that time, I had them in my kitchen cabinet, my bathroom cabinet. Um, I have, you know, I was pushing a size 14. I got down to an eight. I'm still in a size eight. I am 67 years young and I feel 47. Like I am thriving, not surviving. So my my health has been really, really good, guys. I mean, it's really been good. But, 
you know what? I wanted to um, go great in 2023. So there's areas of my health that I'm leveling up even to um, another uh, another place in 2023 from going from good health to great health. Um, in our business, we're going from good to great. Uh, we've had other people in our in our business team. For instance, our CPA, our we, we had a financial advisor, and you know we realized coming into 2023 we needed a wealth manager. All right. Financial disclaimer there, okay. Uh, we needed a wealth manager. Our financial advisor was good, but we needed great. We needed somebody not just to do our taxes as a CPA, but we need somebody to help us think through how we didn't have to legally pay taxes, all right? Um, and find those areas that we could do that. And so we just were leveling up in all the areas in our life coming in 2023 from good to great. And that's what I presented to those thousand plus coaches in Dallas a couple of weeks ago. How many of you are good and you're ready to go to great? And you know, I, I just think, you know, God is great. We say all the time, God is great. God is great. You know, we say God is good too, but in my world, God is great. And I believe he wants greatness for his sons and daughters. And so, you know, my question to you is, you know, in what areas are you living good and you're ready to go from great? And God is there to help you go from good to great. He's ready to help you level up, to go to a new place in him. And so that's one of the reasons I wrote this book right here, Missionary Millionaire, Transforming Cultures as Priests and Kings. Um, and at this event... Um, those that hosted this event in Dallas a couple weeks ago said, Leanne, my book was hot off the press. It just came off the press. In fact, it hadn't been released on Amazon yet. We were able to order 300 copies of my book and bring it to this event. Do you know we sold all 300 copies of that book within 24 hours? I mean, and I signed every single one of them, guys, and I was blessed to do it. But my hand was like, oh my gosh. Okay. But I signed every single one of those copies. And what I put in every signature, when every book I signed, Deuteronomy 8.18, that God has given us the ability, he, he has given us the um, the ability to create, to um, to cultivate wealth. Okay. Like he wants to do this for us guys. And I mean, you're going to throw back all kinds of scripture to me. Well, it's easier for a camel to enter the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter heaven. Okay. Yeah. We're talking about a rich man. I'm talking about wealth. I'm talking about Kings. I'm not talking about somebody that's rich, that money has them, but I'm talking about Kings that have money, you know, that they are stewarding wealth. Okay. That's a scripture we don't talk about. So, you know, um, he's given us the ability to do that. And other people are going to be, well, you know, um, the love of money or the money is the root of all evil. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's the love of money. That's the root of all evil. I like money, but I'm not in love with money. I'm in love with my husband. I'm, I'm really, yeah, I'm madly in love with God. Um, I love my kids, you know, but I don't love money. I like money because I can do really good things with money for the kingdom of God. I can do it. Okay. Talk to people that know me, read my book, what we're doing for the kingdom of God as a result of cultivating and stewarding wealth. And so 300 books, 300 books that I signed um, and were sold within 24 hours at this event. Already, I am getting messages back from people how this book is already shifting their mindset. And they're going, I never read those scriptures before. I just never, nobody ever, I never heard those preached before. Let me, you know, can I bring out something else we don't talk about in church? We do not talk about inheritance. All right. We found out within about nine months of our coaching business, that our coaching business was willable. Now, my husband and I have been in full-time ministry since 1984. We started with Youth with a Mission. Uh, we were with YWAM for about two and a half years. Um, from there, we went to work with a church in just north of Houston in Conroe, Texas. We were with the Worship Center Ministries for five and a half years, something like that. Um, and then from there, we went to work. Uh, we were in Mexico for a little stint. And then from there, we went to work for Teen Challenge for 10 years, all right? Um, and then from there, we went 
went to work with Leif Hetland uh, for about five and a half years. Um, and so, and then I became a pastor in a church in um, Ohio for five and a half years. And then now I've been coaching for about five and a half years with this incredible coaching company. And we are seeing, I mean, we, my husband and I alone, we've witnessed um, in five and a half years, almost 50,000 people's lives being impacted through our, our health coaching um, program. And so, um, but one of the other things, nine months into coaching, I found out that our business was willable. And I'm like, excuse me, that's my mentoring coaches told me, you, you know, this business is willable. I'm like, what do you mean it's willable? Like I was just helping people transform their life. And I still do that. We are our people purpose and we are results driven. And they both are like high scale. Okay. And like, what do you mean? Like I can give this, I can build an inheritance for my kids and my grandkids. And they're like, yes. And that's in here too. And more information about that in here. Okay. So I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, we had already impacted a lot of people's lives um, and getting them healthy in, in nine and a half months. But I like, oh my gosh, my first why is like, oh man, let's transform a lot of people's lives and their health so that they can live longer. They can be healthier. They'll have more energy. They can sleep better, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I'm like, you mean I can build an inheritance for my kids and my grandkids? Ray and I have two amazing kids, our son and our daughter. Um, and then they both have incredible spouses. And then we have six grandkids. And we're like, we can build an inheritance for them because we were in ministry for many years. We had a great legacy for them, but no inheritance for them. And that was good. The legacy was good, but wow, let's go great. Let's build an inheritance for them. And so my husband and I have built an amazing inheritance for them. But the church doesn't talk about that either. That's scripture. They There's so many scriptures we don't talk about on Sunday morning or whenever you go to church, Saturday morning, whenever you go to church. Um, First, Deuteronomy 8.18, that God has given us ability to create wealth. We don't talk about that scripture. We don't talk about the scripture in the Old Testament, can't remember the reference, but that um, you'll um, leave an inheritance to your children, children's children, 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 okay? We don't talk about that. Do you know, I think the statistics is somewhere around 40% of millennials will have to pay for their parents' funeral because there's no money. Because the parents did never, never created an inheritance or the finances, the wealth, I mean, whatever wealth looks like in your world to be able to pay for their own, but they got to rely on their kids to bury them. Like there's something, and that's in the church too, guys. I'm not talking about it's out in the world. I'm talking in the church. We don't talk about this stuff. How do I love, there's a church not far from us here. And I know some of you are going to be balk at this. Okay. We go, oh, that's not, yeah, it's not about money. No, there's a church that's not far from us here. Their dream and their goal is to raise up 300 multimillionaires because they want to expand the kingdom of God. Guys, Ministry costs money. And, and people tell me all the time, oh, what are you selling? I'm like, the church sells something every Sunday. It's like, oh, we have the best children's program and we have the best Christmas cantata and we have the best um, youth program. Um, and by the way, we're going to pass the, um, this plate or this bucket on Sunday mornings and give to us. Okay. So we're all selling something. We really are. All of us are selling something. So we don't talk about creating wealth as Deuteronomy 8.18 says. We do not talk about leaving an inheritance to our children and their children and their children's children. And we don't talk about health. The church knows how to uh, uh, buffet their body, but they don't know how to buffet it. We talk about buffeting our body. I mean, we use that scripture, but we don't, but we buffet it instead. instead. And we don't talk about that. Jesus, we don't talk about the scripture. Jesus says, I desire you to be healthy in spirit, soul, and body. Now, he's not talking about the body of Christ. He's talking about this thing here. And we have abused our body, and we don't talk about that. And I mean, there's pastors out there and evangelists and prophets and ministers and all this other stuff. And they're telling people to get off drugs and alcohol and pornography. I mean, all this kind of stuff. But it's like, 
I'm sorry, but you've got, you're carrying around an extra 50, 70, 80 pounds. You're huffing and puff getting up the, the stairs. You know, you're, you're on, you're, you're pre-diabetic. You're, you're, your blood pressure through the roof. You know, you're on a CPAP machine and you can barely make it around. And you're telling people to get off these light controlling things. And we've allowed food to be a legal addiction in the body of Christ. I didn't mean to go this way here today, but this is where I'm going, guys, because this is what I've been living for the last five and a half, almost, almost six years. So there's so many things that we're not talking about. And then we wonder why our people are going, are, are, are they're doing, oh yeah, we're doing good. We're doing good. No, I want to do great. In fact, I believe my word for 2024 is like, I'm doing amazing. I'm doing awesome. Like I am like, I'm at the top, you know? Um, and I don't mean the top of the mountain or the chart or whatever, but we're not talking about, these truths, it's in God's, it's in my book here too, but it's in God's word. Like God spoke this stuff, but we just kind of skim over them or we put, you know, we push them underneath the rug or we don't talk about those scriptures here. Or the, the, you know, No, we've got to talk about them because I believe that money in the hands of good men will do great things. And we have not, I believe we haven't completed the great commission. And one of my, my thoughts on that is because we don't have the finances. We don't have the finances. And it takes finances. It takes wealth to transform cities, to transform cultures, to transform nations. And can I tell you, money speaks, guys. Money speaks. That's why we go, we use banks. Okay. Money's in banks. Okay. We, you know, we pass a bank and there's, oh, there's my bank. That's where all my money is or whatever. Um, money has influence and money will speak. And so, Guys, I feel like it's really time for us to go from good to great. And so many of these coaches in that room, when I talked about this two weeks ago, about going from good to great. And I said, how many of you ready to go from good to great? You can live in good or you can go great. I don't know about you, but my life, I want to go for great. I'm just not going to settle at good. And so that's my heart and my prayer for you. And my book, Missionary Millionaire, Transforming Cultures as Priest and King, forwards by Cheyenne, prefaces by uh, Leif Hetland, my spiritual father. Sean Bolt's endorsed it. Chris Balladin has endorsed it. Um, this is going to help you level up and go from good to great. You're probably going to exceed great, to be honest with you. Um, and I really encourage you to get the book um, and just sit and be still with it. I have people telling me, man, I read your book in two days. I couldn't put it down. And guys, again, God could have used a lot of people to write this. I'm not, I'm not trumping me or anything like that. He could have used a lot of people to write this for some reason. He wrote me, you know, he could have used a lot of people to go to Cuba in 18 and a half years, 62, 63 times. I've got insane, awesome favor um, in Cuba, even with the, with the government. I got tremendous favor. I got favor in Pakistan. He could have used a lot of people to do what I'm doing. I just showed up and said, God, here I am. Let's do it. I want to do it. I, I'm here. Here I am. Or here am I, <laughs> you know, let's do it. And so, um, you know, I just, I don't want to sell it good. I want to go for great. And I'm going to finish with this person right here. See her right there? That's my standee. Freaks my my housekeeper out. I see people come in and they get freaked out by her all the time. Even my grandkids are like, oh, granny, your standee scares me, you know, every time they come in my office. But let me tell you what happened to me. I was in Phoenix in November, 2018. This is when I went, another time I went from good to great. I just feel like it's, more levels of good, great, good, great, good, great. And I was at a, an event in 2018 and I heard a speaker say, your best mentor, your greatest coach is your future self. And that impacted me. Like I've got great mentors around me. I have a 
my husband is absolutely crazy, incredibly awesome. I've got an amazing spiritual father, Leif Hetland. Um, I've got our personal assistant, spiritual daughter, Sonia Silva. I've got a lot of incredible people around me. Um, in fact, people tell me all the time, oh, you're amazing. I'm like, no, I just got amazing people around me. They make me look amazing, okay? Um, but, uh, you know, I have a lot of great people around me. But when this person spoke this and said, your future self is your greatest coach, your, your greatest mentor, that hit me hard. And so I came home and I made that standy right there. I made that standy and I put that in my office. And every day there was a certain place that I wanted to get in my life, in my business, in my, my relationship with God. There was a place I wanted to get. And I put this in my office and every day I'd walk into my office and I'd say, Leanne, future Leanne Goff, you know where I want to go. You know where I want to be. Um, coach me. How do I get there? And it wasn't always like, oh, you're doing great. You should do this. You're, oh my gosh, you're amazing. No, sometimes like you need to cut this out of your life. You need to take that plate off your table. You need to level up here. You need to call that person and you need to ask their forgiveness. I mean, she would, guys, I'm, don't get weird on me here. Okay. I'm not saying like, you know, but she would coach me. And it was just, it was the Holy Spirit coaching me through my future self to be the best me that God intended me to be. So that is the future Leanne Goff. And she still coaches me today. She still coaches me um, and where I need to go from good to great, where I need to level up in my health and my business and relationships. Um, she's always speaking to me. And I don't mean she speaks to me. Okay, don't, you know, she's not up there going. No, I don't mean that. Um, but she's always um, coaching me to level up and go to new new, new places. So um, guys, are you ready to go from good to great? Let 2023 get to, I don't want to be at the um, December 31st or December 2023 and guy going, okay, let's work on this again. I never, all the words he's given me over the last 11, 12 years for each year, thankfully, I you know, always got to that place where I didn't have to go around the mountain again. Well, it could be my age that I learned not, to, I learned I didn't want to go around the mountain uh, the hard way over the years. And so I don't ever want to have to go around the mountain. So I'm like, whatever I need to do, I'm ready to do it. So I don't want to get to end of 2023 and go, oh, gee, I'm still at good. I'm where I was December, 2022. I don't want to be there. And so a couple of areas, learning how to go from good to great, where am I leveling up and going great in my life, in my business, in my health, in my mindset, guys? I'm still working on mindset things, all right? Um, but also, I want to I want to get to the end of 2023. And I asked you this question, where do you want to be in 2023? I'm sorry. Yeah, the end of 2023. Where do you want to be? I don't want to get there and go, okay, I got to learn this lesson all over again. Or I missed that, you know? And it's not wrong to miss something. We're just going to have to go through it all over again. And I look, guys, I ain't got that type of time on my hands. I believe I'm going to live to be 90-something years old. But still, I don't want to be going through this at 90-something, something I can learn now. But I want to get to end of 2023 and God say, hey, <laughs> you didn't just go great from good to great, man. You went way beyond great. And so I'm learning that, but I'm also learning to practice just being still and knowing him. Because again, he told me in Cuba, December, 2022 in Havana, he said, the more you learn how to be still in me, to rest in me, to trust in him, the more I will see his great greatness in my life manifested. And um, I was with my personal assistant a couple of days ago and she was asking me, how do you feel like 2023 is going so far? And I said, well, I think it's going good. I want it to go great. In fact, it's going in the great the direction of great. But I said, but I'm still really working on that place of rest, being still and knowing my father, my dad, knowing him. Like, and guys, being, we're human beings, not human doings. So I have to work hard at this, guys, okay? Because I'm I'm a doer. I just, you know, I just, 
I'm always, you know, so I have to work really, really hard at this. So I have to, you know, I'm practicing every single day. Be, be still, be still and know him. I got to know him. And the more I do that and I practice that, I call, well, Lay calls it the hard work of rest. Like I got to work hard at this, guys. Maybe you don't. I have friends of mine that are like, oh, I just like being God's presence. I'm just going to be still like all day long. In fact, I'll just take the whole week and be still where I'm like, okay, can I just five, five minutes and just to be still? Now, my dad is right there with me. I want you to know, man, I know my dad, my spiritual, my, my father in heaven. He is with me. He's got my back. I mean, he speaks to me all the time, guys. He really, really does. I've got, I've got such an incredible relation, relationship with my father in heaven. Um, and daddy God is what I call him. I'm his little girl and he's my dad. I have an incredible relationship with him, but I still have to work on be still. Just be still and know him. And so um, anyway, guys, I just want to bless you. Can I close this out today? And thanks you for joining me, uh, Leanne Goth, the Transformational Coach. But um, I just want to take in close today by blessing you. Father, I thank you for my friends on here. Um, God, my family, you're my family, guys. You just came and come and hang out with me and, you know, have pull up a chair, get a cup of coffee, get in your massage chair right before this, this uh, podcast. I went and got my massage chair. I'm like, I'm going to be still for a little bit and just, and just be with my, my father. Um, but I just bless your sons and daughters, God, just to be still and know you, God, just to really, 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 God, experience your love, your goodness, your kindness, Father, that you are a dad, that you are a father to the fatherless, that you, God, um, you are just extravagantly, God, passionate in love with every single one of us. And so, God, I ask you to open up the floodgates of heaven, bless every single person that is on this podcast, that will watch it, that will listen to it. God, that you will open up the floodgates of heaven and bless them above and beyond more than they can ever ask, think, dream, or imagine. And Father God, that they will go, God, in this year from good to great and even beyond great, God, good, great to absolutely incredibly awesome, God. Their relationship with you, God, in their health, God, in their finances, God, God, in their business, God, in, in within their family, God, their marriages, Father. God, let's go from good to great and beyond. And so I thank you for each and every person that's on here. And God, um, just love on them, Father. God, those that just need a hug from you right now, just hold them tight. God, I don't know what's going on in their life, but you do. Give them a squeeze right now, Father, that they will know you, God, and they know that you have not forsaken them. You have not forgotten them, God, that, God, you are, they are on your mind. They are in your heart, Father. God, they are the apple of your eye. And um, yeah, Father, just bless them, each and every one of them. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, friend, thank you again for hanging out with Leanne Goff, the Transformational Coach. Go to Amazon.com, get my book missionary and millionaire, not missionary to millionaire. I am still a missionary. I'm a pastor. I'm an evangelist. I am a priest and a king, missionary and millionaire at amazon.com. And please do a review. And again, if this podcast has blessed you, if it's spoken to you, would you, would you forward it on? Would you just, you know, pass it on to somebody else that you know, it'll be a blessing to and impact to them. So, all right, guys, uh, be blessed until next time. Leanne Goff, the Transformational Coach.